Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Simple Headlines, Warchant TV, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, and Headliner Questions. This hour brought to you by Birch Orthodontics. Yay, braces. Right by orthodontist, yep. Birch Orthodontics. Uh, yeah, yeah, so things are going well. I think, uh, hey, so I have a question. Uh, Dr. Birch does such a good job, her staff does a good job, but I forgot to ask her the other day when we were in there, when Bryce was getting a checkup, uh, how soon he was uh, going to get those braces off. Because uh, she said everything looked good. She was proud of him. She was very happy with him, that he is clearly, clearly doing the right things now. There we go. There we go, yeah, Bryce. Right? I see what you're but, doing, uh, Bryce. But, but all three of your daughters uh, had the braces, right? right? So what is the normal time frame? Well, so it depends. It depends. Yeah, how jacked up their teeth are. Well, I got you. But yeah. also, yeah, just how I think every set of teeth is a little bit different. Sure. Every case, is, and, you know, Dr. Birch like is going to give individual uh, Or attention. a fingerprint. Yeah. Did... Um, but he's still got the rubber bands on and all that. I think we're yeah, but we're about about done with the rubber. Yeah, bands. and I think once you, it seems like that was once late. You in the graduate process. from the rubber bands. Yeah, it's that's kind of late, right? late in the process. And then, uh, but I just I do know, man. Just advise Bryce to not worry. Don't you know? Take it one he's day at a time. He's not bringing it up, but I, I'm ready. <laughs> Tired of looking, looking at it. Tired of looking at it. Let's go. But uh, yeah, because sometimes you, uh, I remember a lot of times where they were like, "Okay, the next time I go, I'm getting them off," and mm. no, no, it didn't happen. But uh, Doctor Birch will know. Oh, I She'll don't doubt it. She's not willy-nilly right. guessing when those braces come off. I mean, I know that there's a plan in place. And if you uh, want some orthodontic care, birchorthodontics.com is the website. You can get a free consultation. They'll sit down, talk to you about your individual situation, and then also uh, set up payment plans. They're just the best in the business, great customer service. Tell them headlines hey, sent you, and you get, what, 90% off for the next year? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, the last thing, when did we get the music? For similar headlines, like the Martin. How what, long what, ago the Martin? Yeah. yeah. What, what, who is that? Tom? Did Tom he, pick that up? That's out? been out there for a long time. T. Lizzie, when did we get the music for uh, Seminole Headlines? He's back. He's working again this week. Five years ago. Because it's just, it's so, I mean, it's it's cool. It's just like, it, it sounds like we're going to war or something. Well, we kind of are. Yeah. What we're covering right now. We're beating back the pay. suck. 
This is hazard pay. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing a good job. Suck. Yeah, I mean, I well, mean, we're doing a great job. Temporarily we, for two hours a week, we beat back the suck for yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah we we're do. able to say, "Oh, you stay out of here." And that's probably the thing I'm most proud of is this suck shows free as, zone. This shows as good as it was in thirteen. Right, maybe right. even better because we're yeah. having to bring it more. Yeah, we do. Um, so I mean that that to me gives me I, I swell with a sense of pride. We're on the front lines of this battle with suck with suck, and it's a it's an overwhelming battle. They they got us <laughs> outmanned right now. We're flanked. We're like yeah. Sherman. They've got I us mean, surrounded. We, there yeah. were support the choices suck is every, made. The yeah. suck's coming from over there. Yeah, yeah it's the everywhere. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, General Custer made some bad decisions back in the yeah, day. Not you Sherman. Know? Yeah, yeah, I meant Custer. Yeah, 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 Sherman actually. Yeah, I was going to say, some I tried to help you without bringing attention to it. <laughs> Custer made some bad, bad choices, and uh, you know you never want to give up the high ground. But hey, yeah, you know, whatever. Listen, somewhere fine. along the way, this administration gave up the high ground, and <laughs> yeah, I did. we're just trying to do the best we can here. You know, that's what you got to do. Uh, Mark writes, "Will the question from Corey go down in history as the single most defining moment that rallied everybody behind Mike Norvell? Was this his Austin three sixteen moment? <laughs> it could be his uh, Tebow after the old. No, you're not going to see a coach coach any harder than you, I will. Got to be breathy and ready to cry. Well, yeah, he didn't have that going. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, unless they lose to Syracuse, right." And then everybody will make fun of them for that. They'll bring it up. Uh, yeah, just please, man. Please beat Syracuse. <laughs> Noel I'm Stacey. not asking you to beat Clemson. Just beat Syracuse. Noel Stacy wants to know, is it typical for refs to eat to snack on Skittles during games? I saw somebody on Twitter theorize that maybe he's diabetic. Which is I don't know how you, I don't know if, I don't know how that works how they manage their sugar levels during activities probably I, Skittles. Who knows? I would guess. I did. It, I did like the fact that it was after like wasn't it was it a bad call. It was kind of like a questionable call or yeah, non-call. Usually, usually no, it, was the, it wasn't a non-call. They threw a flag for offensive pass interference. Oh, it was that play. That's and right. And then were talked out of it. Yeah. And it was offensive pass yeah, interference. Yeah, it was definitely a pick play. So how did he get talked out of it? But then he popped some Skittles. The guy, the guy <laughs> went, it's Florida State, man. Screw these guys. Yeah. I'm tired of these guys. What do you mean they're tired? They've been terrible they're for years. They're terrible. Year. They hey, haven't won John, anything. John, we got to stop with this. I yeah. mean, we've carried this over now for decades. I do think if you're refing a Florida State game, you stop at the store on the way in. And get some get, get some, some snacks. Skittles. Get some skittles. I mean, snacks, you're gonna be yeah. in for four hours. Like you of get bad a call, football. guys. We're we're ready to take the field. Where are you? It's oh, like, I'll be right there. Do you need anything? I'm grabbing some <laughs> yeah, fudge rounds. I'm, I'm, I'm at one of these I, awesome gas stations. I got a fudge. We get some little debbies. Yeah. Could you want anything? You figured want some, it was a day game. I felt safe at the gas yeah. station. They've got so nerds could, nerds for free if wow, you get a, if you nerds. fill up. You know, I'm not gonna begrudge somebody that wants to bring snacks to a Florida State football game. Cool if it was a saint like a hoagie. He's just sitting there eating <laughs> a hoagie. No, he takes one bite of the turkey sandwich, wraps it back, up, back shoves up. it down into his pants for the next. <laughs> uh, all right, Preston writes, we all know that Ira loves knitting. When the weight yeah. game was a crocheting, loss. Crocheting, Preston, crocheting. There's a, bi- there's a difference, There's a big right? difference. Yeah. Big difference. There's Hooks, real skill. Needles. The real Hooks. skill into the crocheting. When the weight game was a lost cause and when it got to 31-7 to on Saturday, did Ira consider breaking out the knitting gear? Crochet. Once again, crochet. Right. Also, thank you to Corey for asking the question that's led to Mike Norvell's speech the that question. is going to save the program. The, re- the rebirth. Yeah, save the program. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no crocheting in the uh, stadium. In fact, I don't know how to crochet. Although... It's crazy I haven't even picked it up a little. My, uh, it's like living there in the heart of Mexico and not learning Spanish at all. I mean, exactly. get together, buddy. I mean, Let's there's go. nothing but yarn yeah, at that house. Yeah, so, yeah. so my middle child, Alexa, who's now an FSU student, living in the dorms over 
Harvard FSU. Mm-hmm. She's now got a crochet posse. She's teaching oh, other my. kids how to play crochet, oh, which is how to crochet, which to you, me is a business opportunity. I'm trying to convince them to start making stuff that I can sell. Well, you don't have to worry about her partying at nights then, Ira. She's just crocheting, buddy. That's yeah, a good thing. That, well, I can't get too we'll, out of hand. We'll ride that as long as we can. Yeah. Uh, Nikki writes, one thing that still baffles me is how Norvell can have so many analysts in the coaching staff, but they're still analyzing and finding an identity for the players' positions, play calls. What the heck have they been analyzing all this time? What say you all? Well, they've had to analyze, Nikki, an awful lot of ass-sorry players and where to move them around and how to position them in a way that does the least amount of damage to your overall effort to move a football. So I don't You're think You're talking about the offensive side of the Of ball, course. Yeah. Well, Right in the first quarter, you were thinking this defense is dominant. I don't, you know, <laughs> well, no, I like that. They figured this out. They got it. Fuller's, yeah. Fuller's got this a lot. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, there's just not a lot that th- th- there's I, some I deficiencies think, that they've got yeah. to work through. I also don't think they're misconstruing what they're seeing. I think they're just. I think there is some of that, though. Well, I mean, I do think. Well, well I mean, they're they're still, some missteps. Still? Toa Feely on the on the field right. when you have a chance to win a game, uh, put a game oh, no, away. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they haven't made mistakes. I'm saying she's saying they're still analyzing. Every oh, week, now they probably I mean, know I think what they, they have. pretty much know. Right. I think there was a stretch there where they were throwing things against the wall, hoping it stuck. Stuck, yeah. but they don't. I don't think they. But are it is under odd how illusion. you know parchment goes from six snaps to sixty. Um, seemingly, is he is he a factor? Is he not? What changed? Uh, Helton doesn't play at all really in the second half. Um, Toafili went from being you know the number three guy. To, I mean, I know he wasn't there, but. He's he's out of the rotation. And defensively, now. Adam Fuller acknowledged that they're playing a lot more guys in the secondary than they'd like to than he normally does. And I think it's just searching for answers. I mean, they've tried. I mean, how many different corners have started games this year? It's like half the roster. Yeah. Uh, Jeff writes. I started to write a question asking you all something about what happened to this team's mindset from the start of the year to now. Realized halfway through that was pointless. Not sure mindset has anything to do with it. We simply don't have good enough players. So I'll ask this. Is it possible for somebody to grow tired of sympathy pie? Mm. I don't know. You can't. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Tired. Yeah, he even wrote uh, hashtag strawberry rhubarb for that ass. <laughs> and elite headliner. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I mean, you know, pie is pie, right? I mean, it doesn't matter why no, you're no, getting no, it. No, 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 not all pie is the same. No, but it's still. It, you enjoy it, pie. Whatever yeah. the reasoning is, yeah. you're going to not. Turn it away. You're not going to get tired of it. If it's quality pie, you're not going to get tired of it, no matter yeah. what the circumstances. No, I'm saying there, there is pie you would turn away. Correct. Right. Yeah. Sure. But not because. Not of because the of the reason. It's because of the way. I'm it's just saying. It's, it, let's just not make it sound like all pie is the same. <laughs> okay. Fair. Hey, Josh fair. writes. Fair. Jeff, I know you don't want anything to do with the idea of head coach Deion Sanders. No, I don't. That's <laughs> asinine. Stop bringing it up, everybody. We look foolish every time FSU Twitter posted. I love my man Rich Eisen though. If you if you're ever in a foxhole, he's, Rich Eisen's the guy. He is not going to let that die. He's no, is, bring he, up, is oh, he talking about it constantly? Still? But would you reconsider if he brought Richard Simmons with him to be our strength and conditioning coach? Hashtag try anything at this point. Josh, that would be the only thing that would make me reconsider because it's just as buffoonish and it would make sense. That's right, just to get the whole circus together. That's your, If you're on Twitter and you follow Jeff Cameron, Jay Cameron Show, who's not as active a Twitter as Corey or I, but that's your go-to, that's that's your go-to gif. gift. Yeah, yeah. The Richard Simmons. Is he, uh, he hasn't really come out like in the last, you know, well, like 
physically has not been he, seen I was gonna for say, years. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Ricky Simmons, he's <laughs> yeah. like disappeared. There was a video that came out like a month or two ago where he there was a tour bus. What they do? And he was waving, and he came out like he came to the. Which came is out so nice because you heard the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, I yeah, listened yeah, to all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and he just became Something, a recluse and like yeah. was like uh, what's his name, the aviator guy, like a month. Uh, Howard Hughes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a month or two ago, he came out and like just started talking. All right, to well, good. I always like Richard Simmons. Makes me smile, man. By the way, the Florida State grad. By the way, right or at least he'd definitely make you smile. By the way, all right. By the way, the best part of that puck is when they finally go to the door and he's speaking through the door. Remember that? Yeah. Towards the end, they're like, okay, he's alive. Well, then yeah, he's, he's alive with, at least, and the guy yeah, like hasn't the, killed him and well, the, taking the crazy all woman, too. Yeah, who was the, the woman. That's yeah, who yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Stephen writes, gentlemen, we all know that if you could use some money, how about selling some of these unbroken rocks from each of the kids? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are they doing with the rocks? Dude, you got me. That's the first time. That's for, really for well done. For people that may not remember or, or know. Steven, that's well done. They uh, One of the traditions that Mike Norval brought here was they have these stones that they break, I think, after is it only after wins? After a win, yeah. And you, I, you, you bring the hammer oh down man. on it. Yeah. But they may, break it it, they may break it after every, before every game. No, anyway. I think it's, like, it's only after the game's after wins. If you get top 70 in Femrau's offensive efficiency, you're breaking, you're breaking, a, breaking rock. a rock. Yeah. And they did it this week. So there it is. They're top seventy in both, really, offense and defense. But that made me laugh. He did, saving money on stuff. <laughs> he, he did go on to say the money would be piling up in a hurry. Got to imagine Jacksonville State fan would pay a couple hundred bucks for a rock slab with their logo <laughs> on it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And they should present it to them after the game. Michael writes: Sausage slingers and orthodontia advocates. Can we change the scoreboards at kickoff to show we're down thirty-one points? Maybe they'll get the team going from the jump. Keep your eyes on the horizons and go Knowles. So they've trailed in every game, like in the first half. I mean, they were down. They've trailed 20... at the end of every game, too. <laughs> Am I right, Jeff? They have. Yeah. <laughs> My point is down. they're always playing from behind. They're yes. Wake yes. Forest 24-7, to this game 31-7. to Other than, well, I guess they were even down against Jacksonville Seven State, nothing. right? 7 nothing. But they've been down uh, 18 or more in every other game they've played. There's a lot great. of great lyrics and a lot of genres of music that talk about being down, being down for so long. Could have quoted all of them just thinking about how many times we've been down. Yeah, down but not out. It's just great. Well, no. So they're pretty out. They're pretty yeah, out. Yeah. They're pretty out. More headliner questions <laughs> forthcoming here on Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. How you doing there, podcasters? Good. Good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if, you're, if you're wondering uh, for, you know, for a good place to eat, Watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices. We suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You Could might happen. see us. You and I especially. Yes. I or, mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a uh, – I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, well, it's or okay. Hot beer and cold women. <laughs> whatever bars. you're into. I, I, like, I like the good-looking ladies, too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good-looking guy. And we would all agree, great food. Legitimately, most good important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got the vibe, but beer, food, everything you could want. And most importantly, again, other than uh, the food, is that there is at least I'd say a thirty-five percent chance one of us would be there. And you get the mac and cheese bites, and you can get those shrimp tacos, which Man. are the king. Uh, you get the you've gotten healthy on me lately. You I get, eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does at Horizons. I, I know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizon's got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the uh, right off of Thomasville Road in Bannerman. 
uh, up there in the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Terry writes, good day, gentlemen and Corey. I don't know about you, but I am ready for this climb to begin. Rock bottom is rough. No question that you guys have an answer for. Keep up the good work. Okay, yeah, no, I don't, we don't probably None of us like this. No. We don't. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Eric writes, if FSU's football team was a song immediately after the Louisville game, it would have been Lonesome Loser by the Little River Band. Wow, very rare reference to the Little River Band, in particular that song, which is... It's a nice ditty, though. It's a jam, yeah. It's a nice ditty. Have you heard about the lonesome loser? We don't need it, yeah. He's by the queen of hearts every time. It's just how I felt at the time. But after hearing Jeff and Ira on the Sunday Smash, it changed to Keep Your Head Up by Tupac. I can't do that one. (laughs) They instilled some optimism in me. Uh, given where we are right now, what song would the three of you attribute to this team? Oof. Oh, God. Uh, Don't Stop Believing? Everybody Hurts. He writes, uh, <laughs> I hope we haven't come to the end of the road, boys to men. Okay. And hate having to harken back to yesterday, Beatles, for fond memories, but we have to get off this crazy train, Ozzy, and get back in the saddle, Aerosmith, to are our these, winning are, ways. Are you adding those? As always, thanks for keeping it rock-ass solid. Were you adding the, the bands, or were they in parentheses with him? No, he I mean, I know them. you knew who they were. I knew them, of course, yeah. but he added them, okay. yes. Okay, I got and, it. Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's fun, Eric. Fun with music. Uh, <laughs> At least we're having some fun now, around here. Yeah, we're having to get this kind of creative. Uh, what song would I would use? Oh, man. I mean, Everybody Hurts is the answer, because that's all we're doing. I mean, this is just yeah. every week, I'm, every I'll, day I'll, of I'll every co-sign, week. I'll co-sign that, buddy. It's funny how, like, and he takes takes the shot with the climb at the beginning. Willie would do something. People would love making fun of do something. Like, if, all coaches had their little things, and they get their turned mottos. on. Them. They turn they get turned on them quickly, especially when you go mm-hmm. like I don't know three and <laughs> three and ten to start your career. Mm-hmm. It's, it, those mottos have a way of getting flown in your face. Kayvon writes, "Good afternoon, men. When will Ira make his sacrifice to the football gods and save Noel Nation? Shave your head, complete the Seminole Headlines trilogy of bald, and watch the wins stack up." Not only is it not happening, but soon when Corey gets those stitches out, I'm switching back to that spot. So my bald spot doesn't show up as Stitches well. Stitches come out today, folks. Stitches come out today after the show, <laughs> so and then I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. You'll be, you'll see you back. guys can't see the back of my head. You'll be able to see there. the side of my fat face. Carlos writes, Jeff, we need more of you on the post-game show telling people off. It's absolutely fantastic. Here's the question. <laughs> what can we do? Did you tell some people off? So, so what happened is he, he, he was complimenting the people on the Sunday Smash. He was complimenting people that were giving messages. He's like, they're pretty reasoned. He goes, unlike some of the people last night on the post-game call-in show – where he filled in for Tom Lane yes. with Gene Williams, where he goes, well, there were a bunch of effing morons. Oh, uh, well, look, some man, people are... didn't love that. <laughs> some of the our, people, it's our customer base. I but mean, other people did. What did they? Did, were they calling in, or was the messages you saw? You didn't. You didn't the get message, any bad the messages, calls. Right? The messages, mostly. Yeah, mostly the messages. Okay, all right. Um, look, they, just you, people are of, upset. There's a lot of. It's raw, man. You would a think, lot of stupidity. Though. Well, look, it's fine. There's a lot of stupidity no, I didn't in say the world. It wasn't fine. Well, what understand. happens right now is you know when people are mad. Which they have a right to be, as Mike Norvell said. Yes, they'll be mad about every single thing and point out things that are not necessarily true. They, but they, it's just so desperate, and I get it. I mean, I understand, but you just 
it's like just I'm going to say words. I'm just going to throw words out there that make no sense whatsoever. No rhyme or reason. I didn't give any cogent thought to what I was about to type. I'm just typing in nonsense. It's like you're criticizing Ira's writing. It really is. <laughs> Hitting close to home. <laughs> Hello, gents. Can any of you please ask Coach Norvell why does he defer to the second half when his defense starts so slow, putting his team down seven seemingly every game? I love you guys, the show, and the great sponsors. That from Marlon. Thank you, Marlon. Hey, but they're down 31. It doesn't matter. They when, what does it matter when they get it? Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they did take that second half kickoff and score on the second play, and all of a sudden you're in a game. Right, it's thirty one to twenty. You've scored twice in the span of two drives. You're right back in the game. Well, and then my, it, my point was at that point it's an eleven point game early in the third, so Louisville did not shut it down. And, exactly and, and right. A ton of people have said that, but they didn't. That's now, crazy what, to what think does, that. What does happen, which I'll give you, is that when you've got a big lead, it's hard to keep playing sharp. Sure. For four quarters. Yeah, mindset can shift a little you know, bit. So that, that can happen. But they weren't but they, they weren't, didn't throttle no. down. Like no, they it, weren't running the quarterback as much because you know he took some big hits. I was about it, to say he got popped it, twice and they slowed down that roll. It's the reason you didn't hear us uh applauding the effort against Wake Forest right. in the second half when they only scored one touchdown. Because Wake Forest throttled down. That 100%. wasn't the same offense. Louisville was running, trying to do the same thing they did in the first half. Well, Florida State just said Hell no. Not today. Not today. Not, Not Jarvis this Brownlee's half. watch. Not they this half. Play, they Sorry, played, Malik. They played with good technique, too, man. That was, that's the other thing. Sometimes good in the past, you, I've watched, I'm like, man, that's just the wrong. Not only are you out of place, it's the wrong technique. But a good open field tackling? Yeah, really coming in good flying. Miko Dotson beat the, the fourth wide down, The fourth screen. down stop on the fourth yeah. and two, man, that was exciting. Because it looked like it was going to hit. Well, they did everything right. Yeah. There was a run fit. They strung it out. They were ready and aware. when that But when you figured out what the play was, you're thinking, okay, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. And then, bam! And it was violent. Get you some, a whole Louisville. Lot of suck it. Going yeah, you on right won, there. but you felt it a little. That was the weirdest thing about that. Did you? Uh, every school now puts out their little post game. Well, we don't ever get to see them for Florida State, but after wins, teams will put out their locker room little celebration videos mm-hmm. on social media. Louisville put out one where Satterfield's, you know, and all the players are dancing. You guys got your heads beat in for the last thirty-five minutes of that game. Like you weren't competitive on really on either side of the ball. The the only Florida State didn't score in the red zone because they, they don't score in the red zone. But, but yeah. it wasn't like you guys played well in any category hey. the last thirty five minutes of that game. Dub's a dub. I hey, got it, man. But I'm going to say this though. Also, I don't know what we do about Fitzgerald, man. Good question. Hey, he came back and made man, the second stop one. It. That's a, hey, that was look. If he stop misses it. that kick, he's done. But he came back and made that after the two more important kicks he missed. Well, hey, extra points, that's Let's fine. make a damn extra point, killer. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And he looked bad doing it. It looked like well, timid and, and kind of half-assed. And, and the one he missed, the field goal he missed, didn't close. look like it had much of a shot as no. soon as it left his foot. But credit to him, he did come back and make a – that was a big kick that he made to make it an eight-point game. I mean, I, I got love for you, Fitz. I, I, think, I think he's going to build off that. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to build off that make. Steve Wright's how about, how about, yeah, try to score some touchdowns? Yeah. Well, if you make an extra point in the field, they're only down four there. You're not scrambling for points there. Then Parchman uh, makes uh, that uh, play. You never know. Steve <laughs> Wright's gentlemen, thanks for the great show. What performance was worse this week in the FSU pass defense, the European Ryder Cup team, or Jeff's call screening performance? That is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hung up on everybody. And I hung up on myself. Intentionally? Apparently. No, I was trying to hang up on them after they had asked their question. There's a couple of <laughs> drop buttons, and I would just like, 
haphazardly hit drop, and I was hitting, I was dropping myself yeah, instead of them. And so, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, tough that's to do all me. that at once. Yeah, that's on me. Yeah. I actually, part of the problem too is you have to care about the callers, and I didn't. Right. And so then it was kind of like, oh man, this is not good. I mean, you got to. So then I got focused and I started caring about them more. And I'm glad that I did because once I figured out how not to drop myself and take care of the callers, we got a couple good calls. So that's really on me. I, it was a lesson learned. Okay. I'm going to get better moving forward also, guys. Are you going to do it ever again? Hope not. But, I mean, <laughs> I will say that if, if ever I'm in a pinch, I now know how to do it. Good, I even man. had the process down and all and that. And that gives Gene some confidence moving forward that he's got somebody in the bullpen. Gene was like, man, this is not even why we hired you. This is not what we asked mm. of you. This is not why I'm paying you what I'm paying you. Yeah. He's like, but, you know, you really rallied in the second half of the call-in show. You seem to even care about some of Much what they like had the to say. Much like the Florida State defense. Yeah. So that we really did mirror it. You're right. We all can feel better about me. The Knowles. Mm, things you, are turning around. Norvell. Yeah, what a week, what a week. Ryan Fitzgerald. What a week, everybody. My God, we're going to be flying high by tomorrow's show. Here we go. Uh, Nicholas writes, so we have kids working hard and a culture slowly shifting. I clearly agree. Coach Norvell is the man to get us where we want to go. Why aren't they winning some of these games? Are they trying too hard? <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Yeah, And I, th- I don't think we, – we don't know. I don't think the three of us clearly agree that Norvell is going to be the guy that gets them where they're supposed to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah, well, nobody I, here. I, we I, think they're better, yeah, yeah. but nobody here thinks it's a sure thing. No, it's how, certainly not a sure thing. How could you? Yeah. How could you? And nobody here is arguing. He's done a bang up job. I think. <laughs> but, I think but, he's a good coach. He's made some mistakes. Yes. and he's got a tough job. But uh, you know, we'll, and it we'll, may not work this time in twenty twenty two. Tino speech. Bobby Bowden's not walking through that door, Corey. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher's not walking through that door, Well, Corey. no, he did it about the players. Timmy Jernigan's not walking through that door. I know. I'm just saying we could do it that yeah. way because we're always talking about coaches and firing coaches. Like, hey, man, Nick Saban ain't walking through that door, guys. Right. Bill Parcells still alive, not walking through that door. Mark McHale's not walking no, through no. that door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Brad Long's not walking through no, that door. No, they're not walking through that door to Bill save Miller. your ass. Where's Bill Miller? <laughs> We're all we got. Bill Miller this would run it. through that door if you asked him, but he ain't coming either. Who was the sorry-ass defensive ends coach that kept putting yard Jody Allen. Well, Jody, Jody Allen. rest in peace. All right, well, he ain't walking through that door for sure, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he just lost it's, it's his fault. Right, it's his going, fault. He made you look a, bad we, with that we, reaction. We got, we got I just let it go past. I wasn't going to even react Maddie, to okay, it. Okay, we're breaking on some <laughs> Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. For the sideline watcher, Ira... What do you make of our DBs showing visible frustration with our sideline during the first half? At one point, screaming at them after the play. Disagreement on calls, frustration with calls, getting in late. Not a great look for Fuller. Yeah, you know, it was obviously noticeable. and uh, You didn't have to be a sideline watcher to see that. No, really. yeah, you're right. Um, but, and, but I did ask Fuller about it. And what he said was, and you can choose to believe this or not, what he said was that guys passionately wanted to communicate. Mm. They, they want it too much. They, no, no, that's not what he was saying. Oh. He said they, they're trying to communicate. Things aren't going well, so they're communicating like loudly and emphatically trying to make sure everybody's on the same page because they were not on the same page, and it looks like frustration, not really frustration. That's the answer we were given. Okay. It looked like some guys might have been some frustration. I think when Jarvis Brownlee was covering three receivers by himself, that wasn't he seemed just communicating. Yeah. Well, he seemed frustrated. So uh, 
talking about them Knowles, writes, all right, boys, top three wins of the Norvell era. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear them. All right, that's good. Carolina's now, won. Hey, hey, here he goes. Yeah. But seriously, Fuller has coached 11 games against FBS schools at FSU. In the first half of those games, his defenses have given up 0, 38, 35, 7, 31, 24, 21, 21, 17, 27, and 31. Mm. Does get torched in the first half at an alarming rate. There is that zero in there. That was the uh, Georgia Tech game. Let's keep first one back to that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's more of an observation, really, than a than a question. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's not a it's, it's not pertinent. Really, yeah, it is, and they're uh, they're awful to start games. <clears throat> it would be good if uh, that didn't happen against the Syracuse team that you wouldn't think is going to score a ton of points. They scored. Uh, they beat Liberty though, which they is did. better than any win Florida State's had this year. And um, they put, I think it was 24-21, is that right? I think. Yeah. And they completed, field goal. they completed five passes. They became like the first team in, since the, since Paul Johnson's team to complete less than six passes and win a game. Something no, like Georgia that. Southern beat the Gators without completing a single pass. Well, yeah, but in Paul Johnson. This was more recently. This was more recent. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, right. It was an opportunity. Yeah. Well, was taking sure. a shot. I took okay. a shot. Got it. Uh, Man, what, what, what this fan base wouldn't give for 4-8 and eight right now. Mm. Hang on. Hey, you get one this weekend. Then hey, you got UMass. Yeah. We're on a roll. You just start. You just start. Next thing you know, start feeding yeah. itself. Yeah, uh, David writes. Hey guys, has there ever been a more misfortunate fandom of college and pro than the 2021 Knowles and Jaguar fans? Thanks for the championship level coverage each and every year. Yeah, David, if that's your plight, damn man. At least I'm a Buck and Knoll right now. Not only are you losing every week, but you also have to cheer for Urban Meyer and. Trevor Lawrence. But you can revel in their uh, downfall here because that is a, a weekly cluster. That's fun to watch. Um, it's going to be a while. Yeah, they even had that awesome kick return, the kick six yeah. thing, and uh, still lost by yards. two touchdowns. Yeah. So Cromartie's record's still in the books, right? Because he has 109 and a half. Or I think so. You, you'll never beat that one. Yeah. I mean, he's cool. almost touching the line yeah. out of bounds. I remember watching that when it happened. Me too. I remember going, holy hell, that's <laughs> pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's always cool when you see something that you go, that can't be broken. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, rare. For 99-yard pass. Yeah. What's the floor and ceiling for the basketball team this season, Robert wants to know. I'm hoping Leonard gets that final four he deserves. Love the show. Practice starts Friday, by the way. Boom! And we're actually getting to talk to Leonard Hamilton and some of the players tomorrow. Uh, so you can look for that at warchant.com. What time is that? Uh, Not when we're two, posted at what time? 2.30. 2.30 in the oh, afternoon. 2.15. I'm on the air. They kill me with this. I know. I would say the ceiling is probably the final four. I mean, you know, if you get the right matchups. I do uh, hear that they really like the pieces that they brought in. I've heard that they really like the Cam- the Woods kid. Is it Woods? Is that the kid from Houston? No. What's his last name? Mills? No. I Mills. Mills. Yeah. I knew it was a one-word plural. Um, I had that down. Could have been trucks, boxes. <laughs> yeah, could have been so um, many things. But anyway, he. Um, I've heard they really like him. The, in the Cameron Fletcher from Kentucky. Yeah, and then you have the Cleveland kid. Like you, yeah. you have some guys that can go get their own points. Um, it's just a matter of how good they'll be defensively. And the, yeah, how it comes so many new, new bodies. Four games in, and here we are talking basketball. And seriously, basketball yeah. school. And the soccer team is uh, still undefeated. Uh, oh, beat. we're a lot of things. We're a very, really good beach volleyball school. Really right. good in soccer. Gotta, really get, good a, in gotta get a championship. Really, with, this, really, with the beach oh, volleyball. I know, gotta. You bitched forever, and then they did it in soccer multiple uh, yeah, times. Uh, you, you can't. So the bridesmaids so many times. Come on, you need to go ahead and get that championship. They'll get there. They'll okay, get there. good. They play for championships. They're out there. They're, they'll get one. Well, that's what they're out there practicing for right now. That's right. They'll get there, but uh, not football. Not anytime soon. Got to get to three wins. Can we get to three wins this year? Then double it next year, and then double it again the year after that. Boom! We're, we're forget that's about. All it. I got to do. There it is. Good afternoon. Roadmap. I like it. Mm. Good afternoon, fine sirs. When the bamboo sprouts, this is Gator Kirk. 
Do you believe that the offensive players will get panda helmet stickers? <laughs> will there be a daily double this Saturday with Parents Weekend and a yay sausage win? Thanks for all the coverage. Corey, welcome to the MOHS club. Go Knowles. What's that mean? Did I screw this up somehow? Am I supposed to pronounce that differently? Moe's? M-O-H-S? What is that? I don't know. Maybe something to do with the skin, skin thing? cancer terminology, fellas. Oh, oh there you go. thank you. Thank Tom, you Tom knows that. Thanks, you Tom. should know hey, that. You're Eric dealing Kirk, with thanks it. for welcoming me. I, they didn't say anything about MOH. They just said your nose is going to be effed up for a while. Mm. Um, they were unscientific with their approach. That's the to medical it. explanation. But that, you know, maybe that bamboo sprouts next year. And when it sprouts, it's going to be glorious. But you got to get better quarterback. And when play. it does sprout, 90 feet. Oh, you looked it up, right? Yeah. So it's not 90 feet in a day. It's like within a few days, I think. Oh, I thought you said it was like six Once weeks. Once it sprouts, or it's weeks. going. A few yeah. weeks. 90 feet, huh? In like five weeks. Travis, I am jealous. This is not a question. He notes that he's going to be in Muscle Shoals watching Drive-By Truckers with Jason Isbell this weekend. Damn, man, that is really cool during our game. So he doesn't Ooh, have to watch but you're his... going to miss the Florida State-Syracuse <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, devastating. Uh, Stuart writes, am I an idiot for feeling like the program is getting healthier? You're not. No. The, the team is no good, but the team lags behind the program. The team was good while the program was getting worse behind the scenes, and then finally it caught up. Now the team is bad while the program is getting better and will eventually catch up again. I feel like Norvell is getting the program healthy, and the team will eventually get better as a result. I think he is the guy, guys. That, Stuart, I mean, that's the hope. That is, that's well done, sir. I that, mean, I yeah. actually like the analysis there. Yes, yeah. things were uh, getting more and more toxic towards the end, even in the midst of a 10-3 and season. Yeah. And we saw that. We were actually having these conversations. I remember going on the air and arguing with Tom that uh, those people who were making fun of Jimbo and saying that the further he gets away from Jameis Winston's run, the more we're going to start to believe that was just Jameis Winston, which we all know was not true. But it started to look more yeah. and more like it was. Well, and the, if, they, if he had come back for 2018, Ooh. right, they, had come, they were coming off of what maybe would have been 7-6. and six. People, would, people would have made, nationally, people would have made the excuses about DeAndre Francois getting hurt. And then now that he's back, this was a blip, and they would have been pricked probably preseason top 10 again that next year. Mm-hmm. When we probably would have been like, hmm. No chance. Yeah. Because so it, that, was a, it was a disaster. Well, it was a scenes. horrible offensive line that they yeah. had put together. A horrible one. Oh, and I don't oh, know what you, you could You don't have done. say. Yeah, that was a horrible one. That was the worst one of the bunch, I think. That is the number one that thing, 18, by the way. I we, think that 18 group is the this, worst this, of the this, bunch. This group right here, buddy. No, this, no, this, no. this, this group is young. You don't, you don't have as many guys running free. Yeah, this, and, and again, you're putting up 450 yards. That 2018 team couldn't do jack squat against anyone. No, I know it was terrible. But boy, just from an ability standpoint, this is, this is a tough nah, group. They're young, man. I think you got some guys that can play. They're not that young. I mean, they've had some veteran guys out there getting their ass kicked too. Well, right, but um, they, they had that, that 2018 team didn't wasn't ravaged by injuries. Well, it was they some just of the it was some of the guys that they didn't want to start this year were playing then. Yeah, yeah. Ba- oh, big baby was on that yeah. squad. Uh, he's been here. He can tell some stories. Yeah, he's been here ten years. Oh man, uh, what is the over under of coaches who will not be a part of the team November 28th? Too. I mean, it depends on what happens from here. No, no, he's just looking for a. Depends uh, on what happens from sure here. Sure, it does. The yeah, over under, that, yeah, the over right now. Over under is probably. Well, you got to set it one and a half to have fun. You got to get the hook. Uh, I think that I would put it at. Oh, I'd put it at one and a half. I think one and a half is the number. Yeah. I, so are you going over? Based or on under? what we know right now, over. I'd go over. I'm going over. Based on what we know right now. Yeah. But some people could save their jobs. Yeah. Hey, Fuller. Literally, I think Fuller. What are the chances that if they give up sixty in that game, if the second half goes like the first half? That we would have talked to him on Monday, that like he would still have a job. That's a tough conversation because I, I mean, mean that's like I don't even know why you roll a guy out there at that point. That's just humiliating. No, but I'm saying like I think he's I think he would have not had the job. I think there's a good chance if the second half had gone like the first half, 
he might not have had an office on Sunday morning. That's how bad it had got. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a legitimate chance. That was I, miss, I, can't say there, I couldn't say it wouldn't have happened. And then they went out and were 2013 all over again. <laughs> he, maybe that's what he said, guys. Thank you, Eric. I think I see yeah. it from a distance. Eric we Angel. appreciate you, Eric. Always a pillar coming through hardcore. Tom writes, I think Gene touched on it a couple of losses ago on the postgame wrap-up. Is this product on the field the disease or just the symptom of the disease? With a new academic president with little to no shot of the board hiring a new AD who is SEC committed to football, are we destined to be a mediocre team forever? I would say no. No. I think the difference between us and the two-year turnaround schools you've been talking about this week is likely their commitment to pancakes with extra syrup. I don't think Boston College is committed in that sort of way, and they've had a nice turnaround. Uh, Pittman maybe at Arkansas, but he's done a really good job. He's got a good quarterback and a really elite receiver. Um, and, and Warren and, Thompson and more, over there. And moreover, they've got a, an offensive line that can block. They dominated up front against Texas. Now, they struggled a little bit against Texas A&M's defensive line, but they did enough. Um, those are great stories, man, but every situation is very different. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can't liken each second-year coach uh, in, in situation to the same thing. It doesn't, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't help Mike Norvell, though. No, no. We're not saying Mike has done a better job than those. Hey, listen, what Mel Tucker's doing at Michigan State is insane. They're 4-0. He's replaced 40 players on the roster. But don't you remember? Is this his second year or first yeah, year? Yeah, second year. Remember when? Well, hell, Norvell's got to be close to that in two years. When yeah, you talk about the recruits and the transfers, it's definitely, transfer, it's definitely like, around the same number. It's got to be a but he's, just, but he's not winning games, so nobody brings that up. Well, he doesn't have the guy that's leading the nation in rushing. But Michigan State does. When you, uh, but to go back to 2011, though, at that time we, we were all talking because Jimbo, you know, they ended 2010 so well. They you know beat Florida, looked really good in the bowl game, and there was that talk because of what uh, Urban Meyer had done and Bob Stoops had won national titles in year two. We were like, hey, man, year two is the year. And then yeah. when it didn't happen, we're like, hey, he didn't. what happened? Why didn't you have that big year two jump? Mm-hmm. Well, then two years later, they won a national title. Right. So just, I just don't think you can compare all these No, situations. it's just right now it's unfortunate it for Florida bad, State yeah. fans and Norvell to see what's going on at other second-year coaching schools. We're going to uh, – but there's a lot of others that are not having sure, any success sure. either. So, yeah. yeah. So Mason writes this, and I, I want to give some, some uh, a comment on this because I, I saw it firsthand. I mean, kind of. Uh, he writes, Gents, after watching Norvell answer the question about recruiting that Corey asked, how does every member of this team not just run through a wall for that guy? If someone cared that much about me each and every day, I don't think that I, I would ever be late to a meeting, um, not show up locked in. Did the other members of the coaching staff just not come off the same way as Norvell? No, I don't think there's a lack of work ethic or commitment here with this group, and I don't think it's a lack of passion or focus or desire. And I do think his players and coaches have immense respect for Mike Norvell. And the way he, you know, the old saying, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. I think that's true with Mike Norvell. I saw some of it just, you know, when there was no press around. I mean, I saw that when we went in to do our fun little thing for the spring game. He, He was so excited to talk to me and Andy and Andrea and Gene. It was crazy, like because everything's scheduled, as you know. Everything is scheduled to the minute. When we got up on the top floor and we came walking around the corner, he's like, all right, and right he's, outside. He, and he's early. For he's everything. always early. He goes walking in. He's like, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. This is going to be fun. And we sat down. He started talking about how they game prep, and he was kind of giving us insight as to – and he was showing us on the whiteboard, you know, the different – situational mm-hmm. play calling sheets and what they were trying to arrive at and what they were doing game plan wise. And he was explaining all that and answering questions, but he did it with great enthusiasm um, and attacked the situation in the job. And I think he does that at all times. We've watched the practices. He's always energetic. I mean, did what he, is he never, 
He's never like lackadaisical. Did he tell you guys what to call with six seconds left? Maybe yeah. At the, <laughs> yeah, if the team's at the forty and they yeah. got to go sixty yards, he in six he, assu- he assumed that everybody would play on the up and up. Yeah. And not be listening to everybody's calls no, on the headset, mm, which true. is unfortunate. Yeah, the one thing in the, it's a great point, and I and I think that he, the if you watch the video, the Seminole boosters put out these videos. They'll, they'll send them to. I guess you have to be a booster to get them. Somebody forwarded it to me um, of his speech after the Wake Forest game, and I thought that 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 tone came across. He wasn't yelling at them for playing poorly. He was, but he was he was it was like he was admonishing them for not playing well. But in a tone that they could feel how much he cared about him. Mm-hmm. So I think all that stuff is good, man. I mean, all that stuff is real. That's why I do think he can be the guy. But you can't say it's for sure going to happen because of what we've seen so far. The results just have right come. now. He's much better Sunday to Friday than he 100%. was on Saturday, and that's that's a problem. That's part of it, yeah. I do believe that um, that the the day to day operations, the enthusiasm and work ethic. That's a bigger the, part of the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, is. It, it is. But yeah. at some point, result you yeah. results have. To I'm, come. I'm saying yeah. that will come, but it is going to take longer than anybody wants, including him and those players. Well, and Jimbo you're going to have to seriously upgrade what you have here. Jimbo didn't win a national title because of that play sheet in front of him. Right. He won the national title because of a, a Jimmy's and Joe's a man. culture he built. That brought in players like that. I mean, he just brought in. Well, and you know, players. once you bring in two or three locker room changers, game changers, impactful leaders, both physically and then also in, with the way they they go about their business, it can turn things pretty quickly. I mean, you can go from being a damn terrible team to all of a sudden you're five hundred, and the next year you won nine games, and nobody's even thinking about it. But from where we sit right now. They're over, and they've been bad prior to this for yeah. a number of years. So it's just like yeah. piling on. It's exhausting, and nobody wants to hear. Oh, it's going to yeah. be about three years. Well, yeah, and nobody wants. To some, hear. Some, somebody over at FSU made this point to me that you're, for from a fan base standpoint, you're you're exhausted. ticked off about five years of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It started at it's the end of Jimbo. Oh, it's not yeah. just the second year you've been mad. It's the fifth year, and you've been you've mad been... about the offensive line for yeah. four or five years. So and... think about it. Jimbo was five and six when he exited the program. We were livid when yeah. he was five and six. We were like, "This is ridiculous." Fans were challenging him to fights going yeah. off the field. So, or he was challenging fans to fights. So yeah, they were just the saying, "Get get new coach." Yeah. So he was angry about that. So that's how long ago this level of frustration started. And then now, of course, Mike's in the unenviable position, and so was Willie for for that matter, of inheriting that anger and frustration. It's only gotten more increased over time. But that's the thing. It's like if you started dating a girl who had two or three really terrible relationships. Yeah. You shouldn't like, pay the price. You shouldn't get yelled at <laughs> yeah, for the crap they were doing. To, but to. I guess if you're still doing the same things that they were doing, hey, you don't take out the trash yeah, either. Yeah, or or you'd have to understand they're broken, and then you got to deal with that and say, okay, we'll fix this over time. We'll get this fixed. Not all because a man's job isn't to fix a woman. No, I'm saying <laughs> understand that. I'm, you no, understand no, what I'm saying? I mean, what are we doing, guys? I'm saying if you made a choice to date a broken woman, I, mean, hey. I, I appreciate you taking that stand, Corey. Thanks. Yeah. If you made a choice to do that, you'd have to know what you're getting into. So what I'm saying is Mike has to understand, and he does apparently, that that the wrath of that, the anger from mm. these fans, the brokenness, he just has to wear. Looking for any reason he to be upset. They're looking just, for any reason just, to be upset. Yeah. Like a, like say like an 0-4 start. Come back, wrap it up momentarily <laughs> on uh, Seminole Headlines. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Tyler writes, more than likely, see more. 
I know it's popular for knee-jerk reactions these days, and certainly no one was expecting an 0-4 start to the season, but I am seeing some takes that just historically don't make a lot of sense. Even T. Lizzie bordered on calling Norvell incompetent on the JCS after the weight game. What? Oh, I don't think he did that. He bordered on it. Yeah. I'll cite the ever-popular advanced metrics to tell a story on Mike Norvell as an hey, offensive mind. Just like I did with, oh, he's doing it. I just fim around. At Memphis, he took the yards per play from 30th in the country when Fuente left to 29th and then three straight years in the top 10, including the top three. Boom. He took points per play from 22nd in the country when Fuente left to 16th and then three straight years in the top seven. Let's go. When he took over FSU, we were coming off consecutive yards per play seasons of 109th and 86th and points per play ranked 114th and 84th. By the way, those Taggart offenses also had Cam Akers and Terry, which I will kindly say this offense does not. Mike Norvell didn't forget how to coach an offense. He is starting from essentially bottom of the barrel with an offensive roster that is devoid of almost any talent at all. Your best players are two running backs who are a castaway transfer with injury concerns and a former walk-on. He was walk-on. not a castaway transfer. And injury concerns and a former walk-on. I agree with Jeff that the staff is rat-trapping occasionally with play calls at times because they are in a hole, and those are glaringly bad when evaluating games after losses. But Norvell and Dillingham have shown a record. So he thought this might be a Seymour? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, pretty yeah. obvious. Of being really good at this when they get time to build their system with their players. Hopefully this rebuild is like having kids. The days are long, but the years go quickly. Well done, sir. Good old. Um, actually, that's that's fine. I do think Tyler's pretty much spot on right there. Yeah, yeah man. Good, man. Just start, you just, know, yeah. it needs to start <laughs> happening at Florida State. I, we get it. We don't think that he can't coach. Uh, but that what you did at Memphis two years ago and three years ago. But was, he's showing the progress. He was, I think he's pointing through, again, that, that there was progress, and once it was sustained. That's it, perfectly – I'm with him, 100%. Yeah, and I believe, I believe to, in yeah. Mike Norvell. There are some issues, though. The fact that you know they they put a lot into Jordan Travis and what he'd be able to do this year, and it's not just the injury or injuries. It wasn't showing up before that. Yeah, but we all watched those practices and thought he had made great well, strides. But again, that's their job to evaluate that, put saying, him in positions yeah. to to challenge. They're not letting it. Jeff Cameron say, "Oh, Jordan Travis looks better," as being the reason that Jordan Travis is the. But I, I mean, I'm just saying, people. It's the fair. point would be, it's fair to be angry at 0 and 4. It's right. fair yeah. to say, "I wonder if this is going to get worked out." It's also fair to say that guys don't suddenly forget how to coach when they've had a sustained track record of being very good yeah. at yeah. coaching. And we watch him coach. I, I yeah. you watch him coach. He knows how to coach. He's yeah. a good coach. Uh, Till Dog, thanks you very much for the uh, for the donation. Get Brady Clark ready to be our quarterback, Corey. Uh, Siles. He wants to play football, by the way. He wants to, be, but he only wants to play football if he can be the quarterback. Okay, I told well, him that's not how going to have to grow. It works. Siles T, thank <laughs> you true. for your uh, for your contribution. No comment. Sky Ninja, thank you. No comment. Eric Angel boycotting Knowles if they can't beat the Qs. Ooh. Don't do that, Eric Angel. They need oh. you now more than ever. But so thank it's you, Silas T, because we were thinking it was Slyest or Silas. Siles, Siles, Siles T, T maybe. Siles yeah, yeah, Siles T. And uh, Kevin S says, could a win loosen things up and get the team looking different? Thank you, Kevin. By the way. Uh, yeah, sure. Winning a game would take a little heat off you. Be cool to see. You done burden yourself. Be cool to see how they handle the win. Then we could write all the stories about how they're going to handle success. The big dub. Yeah, they're going to get the big head. Big head after the win over Syracuse. All of a sudden, take people for granted. The big head. They'll get the big head back in the day. If they lose, I mean, you you got to start winning. I mean, we do believe that he's made this pro. This team is better than last year's team. It's incremental, but it's better. But if you go out and you're zero and five, and you've lost four home games. Three of which were to Jacksonville State, Louisville, and Syracuse. Eesh, Lord Our uh, have mutual mercy. friend Rick Jones writes, 
What is the football team's record since the Silver Fox has forced questions from the unwashed masses, a.k.a. Twitter? Very good point, Rick. Very, very good point, Rick. Mm. I don't think they've won a game, honestly. If I'm thinking about it, I don't think they've won a game. (laughs) We may have to to mull this over. That's a toughie. He's calling out the Silver Fox right here, right now. Yeah. The Facebook, I'm pretty sure the Facebook fans were a part of a 13-0 campaign, right? 14-0 campaign. They were, the Facebook ends were, won 29 straight games, and then Twitter comes here. You can't even get first downs in the first half now. I can't read a couple of these questions. They're good, but they're Mm. unacceptable. Mm. I mean, we've, we've pushed the envelope enough today with some jokes. There's some here that are not really we. Yeah. I guess I'm a part of it as a collective. Yeah, yeah and I, I saw a smirk and a, and a bit of a smile. I, I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm if, saying. if we've got another minute or so, are you watching Peyton? You got, and, you got one minute. Yeah, they're great. Peyton and Eli? They're great. It's awesome. It is. Great. It really is Are awesome. you watching it? Yeah, I, something's wrong with my TV where I feel, I feel like the noise of the game is too loud and I can't must hear be, them. There's some sort I can't of setting hear them really TV. well. By but, the way, that happens for me every time ABC has a game. That, yeah, it's a setting on your TV. It's, it's a ridiculous. Why would that even be a thing? You can't have, I mean, if you, if you d- desperately desired to hear what Kirk Herbstreit was saying, you couldn't if you wanted but to. But the Manning is, I don't, I don't really, I don't need the interviews that much. I mean, they're funny. No, I agree. But I don't need the Saban and, and LeBron. I just like them talking about football or at least let them talk about, like the Stafford one, I like because that's an NFL yeah, player current, about, and they're talking about current NFL stuff. I, love, I like when you pointed out the guy getting his belly rubbed. Yeah, yeah. He's like, is my man getting his belly rubbed? <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's a good way to watch it. And I started thinking, like, could like that's a, that's the future of broadcasting. Well, right? Like, couldn't the three it, of us well, watch a game? They, they do have a, a there's have a lot a, that works in that group. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of stuff well, because yeah. those two guys obviously they have the football savants, for it, yeah. and they played at such. Well, high they level. give each other grief. That's, yeah, that's exactly. music, boys. We got to say goodbye. Uh, good work, Matthew. Good work, Tom. And for Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care.